Welcome to The Way this day. It is officially Ash Wednesday, and you'll find prayers both for the occasion as well as time and day uh, following the lectionary readings. So let us begin for the 22nd day of the month. The 22nd day of the month. In Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ, since God is making his appeal through us. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 19 through 20. Be at peace among yourselves. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 13. The seventh beatitude. Happy the peacemakers. They shall be called sons and daughters of God. One of the world's most coveted honors is the Nobel Peace Prize. And one of the world's most popular prayers begins, Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. How ironic, then, that we seldom think it is our calling to be peacemakers. On day eight, we looked at the nature of peace. But today, we look at the mission given to us to bring about reconciliation wherever we encounter alienation from God or discord between humans. Do we too often assume that our assignment is to stay out of it when we encounter strained relationships? Sometimes that may be true, except that always we are to pray for reconciliation, and always we are to avoid any action that exacerbates the problem, particularly the carrying of tales from one side of the conflict to the other, and participation in gossipy misrepresentation and exaggeration, both of which fuel the fires of animosity. But peacemaking is more than passivity. God actively engaged in peacemaking in the Incarnation. So surely, those who are to be known as daughters and sons of this God are called to be active in passing the peace. That latter phrase may be a helpful clue. Most congregations these days have a segment in the worship service called the passing of the peace. Too often it is perfunctory, merely an exercise in polite civility detached from any concrete action in daily life. So here's a suggestion that may make it more meaningful and at the same time may make you more aware of your calling to be an ambassador for Christ. Every time you exchange the peace with others in a worship service, quietly say to yourself, God calls me to be a peacemaker at every opportunity available to me. Opening Prayer O God, author of peace and its most active proponent, so greatly did you desire the reconciliation of all things to you, that in Christ you assumed the humility of an earthly existence, indeed the humiliation of death by public execution. Give me grace to risk comfort and status in order that others may be at peace with you and with one another. In this cause, strengthen me through this time of devotion today through Christ who offers perfect peace to all. Amen. Psalm 122 When they said, Let's go to the house of God, my heart leaped for joy. And now we're here, O Jerusalem, inside Jerusalem's walls. Jerusalem, well-built city, built as a place for worship the city to which the tribes ascend. All God's tribes go up to worship, 
to give thanks to the name of God. This is what it means to be Israel. Thrones for righteous judgment are set there, famous David thrones. Pray for Jerusalem's peace. Prosperity to all you Jerusalem lovers. Friendly insiders, get along. Hostile outsiders, keep your distance. For the sake of my family and friends, I say it again, live in peace. For the sake of the house of our God, God, I'll do my very best for you. From the book of Amos, chapter 5, verses 6 through 15. Seek the Lord that you may live, or he will break forth like a fire, O house of Joseph, and it will consume with none to quench it for Bethel, for those who turn justice into wormwood and cast righteousness down to the earth. He who made the Pleiades and Orion and changes deep darkness into morning, who also darkens day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea, and pours them out on the surface of the earth. The Lord is his name. It is he who flashes forth with destruction upon the strong, so that destruction comes upon the foresters. They hate him who reproves in the gate, and they abhor him who speaks with integrity. Therefore, because you impose heavy rent on the poor, and exact a tribute of grain from them, though you have built houses of hell-hewn stone, yet you will not live in them. You have planted pleasant vineyards, yet you will not drink their wine. For I know your transgressions are many, and your sins are great. You who distress the righteous, and accept the bribes, and turn aside the poor in the gate. Therefore, at such a time the prudent person keeps silent, for it is an evil time. Seek good, and not evil, that you may live. And thus may the Lord God of hosts be with you, just as you have said, Hate evil, love good, and establish justice in the gate. Perhaps the Lord God of hosts may be gracious to the remnant of Joseph. From the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 through 14. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who is indeed such hostility by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which is addressed to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loves he disciplines, and he scourges every son whom he receives. It is for the discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? For the year of without discipline, of which all I have become partakers, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Furthermore, we have had earthly fathers to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they discipline us for a short time, as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good, so that we may share his holiness. All discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, Afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Therefore, strengthen the hands that are weak and the knees that are feeble, and make straight paths for your feet, so that the limb which is lame may not be put out of joint, but rather be healed. 
Pursue peace with all men, and the sanctification without which no one will see the Lord. From the Gospel of Luke, chapter 18, verses 9 through 14. And he also told this parable to some people who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and viewed others with contempt. Two men sat up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and was praying this to himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, swindlers, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I pay tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector, standing some distance away, was even unwilling to lift up his eyes to heaven, but was beating his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, the sinner. I tell you, this man went to his house justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. This is the reading of the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. A prayer for Ash Wednesday by Lawrence Stuckey. Creator of all things, you have made us from the dust of the earth. You breathe into us your own vitality. Yet each of us must one day render back to you the life we have on loan from you. It shall be required of us that we lay down all of our pomp and pride and return to dust. So teach us to consider the brevity of our days, that we may live them out with wisdom as a people redeemed and made new by the power of the cross of Jesus. Amen. A prayer that came from the publication of Coffee Shop Sunday. Lord God, may we feel your comforting arms enfolding us on our journey with you. Keep us safe and protect us. You are our comforter and friend, and you are with us even in our darkest moments. Thank you that you will never leave us alone. Your love surrounds us, always and in all places. No one is beyond your reach, including those who feel they are unlovable. Help us to show your love to all. You reach out in times of depression, stress, or anxiety, and place your healing hand on us. We claim your promise never to leave or forsake us. Comforting, loving, and redeeming God, through you, May we see the rainbow after the clouds. Amen. A prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, 
let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Receive this benediction from a 13th century Sarum liturgy. God be in your head and in your understanding. God be in your eyes and in your looking. God be in your mouth and in your speaking. God be in your heart and in your thinking. God be at your end and at your departing. Amen.